Welcome to the Pop Podcast, sharing tips, advice, and general guidance surrounding the working world. Good morning, and welcome to the Pop Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken. I'm Gemma Marshall. And I'm Kelly Williamson. <laughs> Hello, good morning everyone. So as you know, in this series of podcasts, we're inviting a selection of experts in their field to discuss issues that impact our working lives, current trends and challenges. And this week we are delighted to welcome Kelly Williamson. Kelly is a customer communications manager from HSBC who, following a personal experience, started an initiative at HSBC called the Wellbeing Rooms. Um, Kelly's here and joining us this morning to tell us a bit more about that. So welcome, Kelly. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so before we hear more about the wellbeing rooms, can you share some of the background as, as to how you, you got involved? Uh, so I joined uh, I joined HSBC about a year ago and uh, noticed that they had quite a lot of mental health and wellbeing um, support in place. Mm, right. One of the things that they had in place was the, uh, the wellbeing team. And I thought at that point, uh, we've got all of these amazing resources for mental health and well-being and wellness, so financial well-being, uh, physical well-being. Mm. Um, but something that's always really helped me personally is having uh, an option to talk yeah. about sure. what I'm going through, yeah. um, how it's impacting me, and in so doing, uh, sharing with others, sort of feeling less isolated I guess yeah. by the things that I'm going through so um long story short um spoke to others in the wellbeing team and in HR and was fully supported Great. to um to set up the wellbeing rooms okay so that's what we did um a couple of months ago so this isn't a global HSBC initiative this is no. something that was created locally mm, yeah. yeah so um at the moment because of lockdown yeah COVID it's all on zoom yeah um, it's currently uh, once a month, although we're looking at increasing the frequency because what I've realised is that it's definitely, definitely needed. I think really? it's more really? needed than I'd realised. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I think, you know, we, we've obviously been, you know, having different discussions with people and, and, you know, whilst it's not about, you know, the current situation, pandemic and blah, 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 generally all our conversations with people that we've been podcasting with over recent months, obviously that's come up because yeah. it's, it's a massive impact yeah. to everything that we're doing. Yeah. And I think it's very clear um, just how much of an impact um you know, home working can yeah. have on people, you know, with those feelings of isolation, yeah. with those, that lack of sort of, it's just having the the the, the, the physical, verbal, mm. real, real life contact, yeah. the stuff that you, you know, you do when you're in the office, the, the banter, the chats, the cup of teas, the, all that yeah. sort of thing that, it's missing. You don't get it on Zoom, do you? No, no you just no, you don't. You don't. Yeah. You can get a, a smiley, warm face, yeah, and that's nice. But it's just not the same mm. as that person-to-person -person sort of human interaction. Yeah, physical yeah. contact. Is yeah. Important, so why was it? it important for you to to get onto the wellbeing committee? What? Why were you interested anyway? Do you know what? I really wanted to join HSBC um, as a as a company at the time when I joined. Um, I had a couple of of options, and and I was really hopeful that HSBC would mm. would um would offer me something, because I know, and I'd I'd researched and read how much importance they place on mental health and well being, mm. and being someone who goes through mental health and well being challenges, as I've you know I've been open about, um, it was really really important to me to join a, a business or a company yeah. that, that that had you know that that placed that importance 
on it. So yeah. Um, so as soon as I got in the door, yeah, <laughs> started yeah. knocking Hi. on the well-being room, yeah. door, uh, the well-being team door as well, as well, mm. yeah. And um, because I had this sort of fledgling idea to to set something up um, where people could talk to each other about their experiences, um, I was accepted. It might have been that. It might have been just to just to make me quite. <laughs> just go away <laughs> one way or another who knows yeah. um i got into the well-being team and then we yeah we kicked off the well-being room so sure. yeah great so what is it so is it kind of a safe space for people to kind of come together as a group or yeah. is it one-on-one so we've got the mental health first aiders already um sure. in, in uh, hsbc and we've got we've got lots of things actually but we've, and then we've got the well-being team um the well-being rooms uh is at the moment so it's a zoom call um, pe- people join. You can join anonymously. Sure. I didn't realise that, right. but you can. Okay. You can go Great. incognito on Zoom, yeah. um, or you, you know, or not. And uh, we just have an hour where we talk, and mm. so there's no, no agenda. Mm. Um, there's no sort of homework or anything like that. It's just uh, people coming together to talk about their experiences or how mm. they're feeling or share things with other people. Because, like I said, um, when I've done that myself. When I've opened up about things, and you know me from previous, you know I'm quite an open book. Mm. Um, people then open up sure. you know, yeah, with their that, own experiences. Yeah. And it's just normalising things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah putting the feelings it. out there. And, yeah, because yeah. it's probably easy when people are sat at home, isn't it, thinking, oh, this is only happening to me, yeah. mm. or this is only how I'm feeling. But when you do open up, you realise, yeah. actually, I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's it. that opportunity. And that's the point, probably, yeah. 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 exactly. It's yeah. the opportunity when you're at home to just overthink absolutely yeah. everything as yeah. well. And um, yes. Yeah, so it's once a month. Yeah. It's open to anyone. Anyone, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you do you have to sort of ask permission to join? Is it like no? no you just no. literally log on and yeah. So that there's um, you, you register, mm. um, then you join and uh, yeah, and that's it. But like I say, um, there's clearly a need for it. Yeah, mm. there's been we, we've had two rooms so far, and um, on both occasions people have said I wasn't going to say anything but or yeah. I'd only come to listen today but and then open up and you realise that people are quite literally suffering in silence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think there's more work to do around it. Mm. But just um being able to facilitate something that's obviously so needed is is brilliant. You know, feel it feels it feels right, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, as you said, you, you wanted to join HSBC because mm. of the the sort of uh, importance they place on that yeah. side of things. What, what other sort of initiatives are available? There's so much. Um, so I talked about the financial well-being and the mental and the physical well-being um, the provisions that, that are in place, tools that are in place. Um, we've got amazing healthcare, which um, covers all um, mental health and well-being um so things like I think it's uh, check your numbers. So you put in all your your blood pressure sure. and things like that, and, yeah. then, and they tell you what to eat, and then you go and eat cake regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Come back again Standard. the week after. Yeah, yeah, Standard, yeah, return, yeah, 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 slightly higher rate. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's that, and then every uh, people or uh, people leader, team leader has to go through mental health um, awareness training so that they know that. Um, the signs to look out for if anyone on their team you know is obviously is going through something and mm. how to support them and you know what to do in the in those situations and then obviously there's the mental health first aiders which i've mentioned those are um in place for they go through um training so that mm. they know again what to look out yeah, for sure. how to just support. identify yeah. things yeah. yeah yeah then there's the well-being team that um 
them in place to educate and and make sure we're all looking after mm. ourselves and and put on well-being initiatives through the year. I'm really sorry about my rumbly tummy. Yeah. I think what is happening to us all. Yeah, that's going in, in, in row. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's interesting because you know, there's a lot of people that are having to to manage staff remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, got its own challenges, mm. regardless of actually then, you know, trying to identify is there if there's any issues, isn't it? I mean, it's it's yeah. tough to remotely manage somebody and yeah. sort of get a feel for them. I know, you know, yeah. lots of people have got experience with teams in different locations, et cetera, et cetera. But some people haven't had this experience before, have mm. they? So it's um, yeah, it, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's wildly different from anything we've re- experienced recently, isn't it? Yeah. I think um, you had. I think. HSBC has definitely fostered this culture of um, speaking up and, mm. um, you know, the wellbeing room's definitely sort of bolstering that that um, speak up culture. So, you know, if you are feeling a feeling mm. <laughs> or experiencing an experience, whatever that is, and mm. that's having an impact on you, you know, the the, the point is... Uh, you you feel that you can go and talk about it so yes mm. you know we're working remotely you might be in a position where you're a leader a team leader and maybe not necessarily pick up on that but hopefully you know like team members are emboldened by the the culture that they find themselves mm. in at HSBC mm. to be able to speak up and talk about how they're feeling um and I, yeah I certainly hope that's the case it was the case for me yeah. earlier the in this year well, that's great. That you, you can say that from experience because, you know, mm. some people may say, oh, you know, here we go, another corporate tick box, yeah. another something to play the game and, yeah. you know, advertise that we're all about well-being. And what yeah. would you say to people that, that say that? Yeah, so it's, well, first of all, it isn't. That's what I'd say. Mm, yeah. <laughs> In short, no. Yeah. Um, because it was my, um, this is my idea, this is yeah. my initiative. Um, my mum is very proud. She told me that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, um, mum. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, um, But, uh, yeah, you know, this wasn't um, anyone in a cor- corporate capacity saying, let's mm. do this as yeah. a corporate tick box. The thing is, you know, we've talked earlier about all of the, uh, the, the things that are in place to support us at HSBC. Um, none of those things actually are relevant at all if you don't have that, as I was saying earlier, that, that ingrained culture of, of support and care. That's the key that opens the door to all of those facilities and tools and resources. And the, the key that opens that door is the fact that it, it is ingrained. It is a culture that we, you know, that there is that culture of support in HSBC. Mm. Um, so, you know, I've been really open about what you know what i've been through personally i'm happy to talk about that obviously um when i went through uh, what i went through earlier this year um i i absolutely felt that you know i i i felt that concern and and mm. also that support and care um from from those uh you know above me my my team manager sure. and um you know, I absolutely experienced that, and yeah. um, you know, I remain very, very grateful yeah. that I got that support. Well, that's good, yeah. And I guess now you can, you know, having created this, you can hopefully pass that, yeah, that on, yeah, yeah. And as you said, this is you starting it, obviously, and we're still in the lockdown period. Mm. So, what, what sort of plans have you got for how how it will develop? Well, the last couple that well, we've had two now, and when I speak to the mental health first aiders that support it afterwards one of the first things that we, we, we say is we need more yeah you know this mm-hmm. isn't just a once a month check-in um people people clearly need it 
I think we we might have some sort of offshoot as well in the future mm. where if there are people that are coming regularly and they you know they sort of find solace or uh, in the familiarity of the people that have regularly joined the group, yeah, then there yeah. might be an offshoot yeah, support yeah. group there. Um, I've got a few sort of little ideas in Not the back big, of my yeah, head yeah. that you know um, that I want to I want to do things like aftercare or mm. you know I don't just want to shut the door. At, after an hour was sure. finished yeah. mm. and wait until next month if there's been you know, if people need more resources and support sure. Sure. so there's lots of, of things in my mind yeah. at yeah. the moment yeah yeah. I'll come back soon. yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us well, how it's developed it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about from your experience how was that whole sort of lockdown period obviously you're a mother mm-hmm. um, you know so you know working from home etc cetera, etc cetera. How, how was it uh, it was surreal right like yeah. it was surreal um so my son has um, special needs. So he's autism, ADHD and learning difficulties. He goes to a state school, a normal school. He's supported there uh, with a key worker all day. Um, and the first day that we were in lockdown and the schools were closed um, and I was working, obviously, and I had my daughter as well. Um, and I think we got to something like quarter to ten. <laughs> and you and were wondering like, about Jim? Please, please. <laughs> yeah. And cake. Go on the PlayStation, yeah. you know, for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone but yeah um and then uh, and then i think later on that day the school phone and said uh, would you like to send sonny into school his class is vulnerable because he's got special needs and i was like good god yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he went off and then uh my i had my daughter because uh my ex-husband and i have our kids 50 50 so um when he has her um because he's he was uh what do you call it? An essentially employed worker. Yeah. yeah. She went to school, so she had fifty percent school and fifty percent oh, really? play doh and um, making flapjacks mm. and just listening to me talk on Zoom at work. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a it was a disaster from a, an educational point of view, but um, you know she was happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you know. obviously makes a good flapjack yeah. now, <laughs> which is flapjack. you know a very important <laughs> skill. You bring them next time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Life skills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It is about the life skills. <laughs> You know, um, but I guess yeah. What about your particular role? How d- how did that change, and how did you have to adapt? Um, my my professional role. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had a setup at home anyway because um, I was working from home one or two days a week well, yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a quick. I suppose it was a, a you know a fairly steep learning curve from two days a week or one day a week at home to to mm. five days a week, mm. um, but you know I'm not a customer facing uh, or in a customer facing role. Yeah. Um, I write internal comms, external comms, um, and uh, I, I run a project, so that can all be done remotely. Yeah. You know, mm. so so I think the a lot of the, the time the benefits in, certainly initially outweighed the you know, the, the, the remoteness of it. So I've always say to people, I can fry an egg whenever I like now. Yeah. You know, you can't do that at work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I adapted pretty quickly, I'd say, yeah. But you've also said that that more recently you've started returning to, to the mm. sort of office a yeah. bit more. And um, what's, yeah. what's brought that on? So I think someone like me, I, I, when we went into lockdown, I thought, well, I'm naturally a bit of a hermit. Excellent. I can be more of a hermit, yeah. you know, put heating on. Yeah. Pajamas. Yeah. yeah. Stay in my pajamas. Yeah. yeah. Um, messy bun. Me- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel the vibe. I feel the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah messy bun. 
<laughs> I did actually really slip, and after a while, I thought, you, you at least just put some makeup on. Yeah. You know, like just come on. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, the active wear is getting me on a joke. You're not active anymore. Yeah, <laughs> the elasticated waist. Yeah, the like, COVID stone. I've told you about this. Stone, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then some. Um, so yeah, I had to have a little word with myself. Um, but I think yeah, certainly the last few weeks. I think being at home all day alone mm. uh, whilst the kids are at school um, has had an impact. Mm. And I, I, set, I think as well, with the day's getting darker sooner. Yeah. You know, you're looking at half past three and it's starting to get a bit mm. sort of morbid yeah. weather-wise. And so I thought, right, just, you know, book a desk and in you go. Yeah. And so I've booked a desk now uh, three Fridays in a row and um, I, 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 I think it's pretty essential certainly for me for yeah. someone who suffers you know sometimes with like uh, low mood um it's good to get in as we we're saying get mm. around actual human yeah. beings and yeah. yeah have a little have chat, a chat. And, yeah. and things like that yeah so mm. i thought when we went into lockdown great i'll never go back to work again um and now i'm, I'm thinking absolutely the opposite it's funny yeah. isn't it and yeah. that's that that mirrors the sort of trends i think that, that we're that we're seeing especially now as we're you know approaching restrictions you know increasing again um you know yeah. the, the sort of not threat of a lockdown mm. but you know you better be careful or, or we will be yeah. in one yeah. i think people are thinking again uh, you know yeah, yeah how important it is for them perhaps to have that that sort of yeah. interaction mm, yeah. yeah and i and think they're first, relishing the all their time off, yeah basically they're yeah. relishing all their time in the office at the moment aren't they yeah. before they're thinking we're gonna get uh sent yeah. home again so That's it. Mm. That's yeah. It. Interesting. yeah interesting yeah. and, and so you know given that sort of experience that you've had you know mental health the positive impact of well-being rooms etc mm. what what would be your advice to pass on to others that might be listening to this podcast now thinking do you know what i identify with this mm. what would your advice be um, just talk. Mm. I mean, I was talking recently about the day that my son was diagnosed with autism um, and my uh, husband, Ed, ex-husband now, um, had to then go back to, to work and I went home with uh, my, son, my son who was three years and three months at the time and my baby daughter and I'd never felt so isolated and alone and down and obviously I knew that you know lots and lots of children people have autism mm. um I just felt in that moment completely isolated and there's been moments in my life where I have felt very isolated by my own mind mm. um so I got diagnosed this year with ADHD and um there were some very isolating moments in that there were also some you know really relieving moments in that but in those isolating moments, particularly, that's when, it, you know, it, it's, I think, just absolutely vital. I really do think it's vital to talk. And I know we hear that a lot in the mm. media. You know, you must talk about it. And people probably think, well, how or who to or I don't want to or I've got not got anybody mm. to talk to. I'd say that you have somewhere got someone, that, you know, that might not be your best friend or your mum. Um, but as we, we've said earlier in opening up you'll find that people open up to but you know back at you mm. um and we use that word normalizing it you know it normalizes something that actually is completely normal anyway yeah, you yeah, know yeah. there's no yeah. i think that's the thing as well there's a lot of stigma and shame around um mood 
disorders and dysregulation and mood medication and all the rest of it and I'm here like waving my arms to say you know I've gone through it or go mm. through it all and um, I'm no less proud of myself or you know um, content with myself than um, uh, if I hadn't said anything or if I wasn't going through it so um, obviously there's resources like the Samaritans mm. um, there's people that you can talk to uh you know at work or mm. local groups local um yeah i think it's just yeah, yeah finding them and reaching yeah. out to finding them isn't it? i know starting that point. places like the talking therapies sure. for yeah. example like, yeah. i think it's tough actually to get to see them yeah they're yeah. that they're that popular yeah um so yeah it's, it's just i guess researching what groups are out there um yeah. as you say or, or you know i suppose it doesn't have to be a local group some people would maybe be you know, worried about, you know, sharing with, yeah. you know, what Jersey's yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah went to school with them eat yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. I think there is that another sort of layer here because it's a small island. Sure. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but do you know what? There's, I'm not saying this is right for everybody, but there's different ways of looking at everything, right? So when my son was diagnosed, obviously I went through that initial kind of like, oh God, I am the only one, you know, mm. and now... I think because obviously because he's such a lovely kid and he's so happy anyway but I'm I'm proud to say my son has autism he's yeah. neurodiverse and yeah I'm proud to say that about myself too mm. because you know it, it's not an affliction it no. isn't it, it's it's something that that makes you a, a yeah. bit different from the yeah, norm you, which, yeah. which actually is quite cool yeah, yeah you yeah. know um so yeah it's, it's just I suppose it comes back to being proud of who you are and, and just owning what you've got. And if, you you know, we all go through it. I remember saying to my friends years ago, she was going through a really messy breakup and we were driving near the burger bar. I know that's irrelevant information, but that's where we were. Mm. Um, burger or... Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Always food, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she said, we, we drove past a really lovely house and she was upset and then there was a, I don't know, a Range Rover or something. She said, you know, they've got a Range Rover, they must be so happy, look at that amazing house, my, mm. my life. And I was like, you've no idea what everyone no. else is going through you just don't know yeah. you know what's going on in that house what's going on in that range rover mm. um you know don't 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 make those assumptions yeah. and the more you open up the more you realize of course that, yeah. that, that people are everyone's going through something yeah so share it you don't but i guess you... yeah it, it, you know we've got jersey but then we've also got you know how much sort of social media that we're yeah. you know you know that we talk about the instagram lifestyle yeah. and all this sort of thing so yeah. if you're feeling really shit you know yeah. and you're looking at that yeah um, it makes you feel worse it doesn't can make, it? Yeah. yeah yeah so you know perhaps log off yeah <laughs> check yeah. out block. you know yeah. block yeah. yeah you know just yeah. um Definitely. you know i guess you know that there's there's things that people will do every day whether that's you know is there anything that you do every day to keep yourself strong is that you know whether that's you know, practicing gratefulness or, you know, you know, you know, yeah, deep breathing yeah, or, you know, is there anything like that you feel that you could? Right. So pre-lockdown, yes. Um, mm. I was brilliant at getting up at half five in the morning, mm. um, doing my gratitude list, writing my list for the day, being organized and yeah. um, being a complete woman, woman of action, having the packed lunches ready the night before. Mm. During lockdown, and I'd definitely be honest and say that now I'm like clinging on. Yeah, <laughs> slapdash. <laughs> Lastminute.com. Well, it was funny. I, I follow uh, someone on, on Instagram that actually makes me feel better. Um, do you follow Scummy Mummies at all? Yes. Yeah. And so yesterday it was like there was a, you know, the Christmas card picture from there. The kids had to be in at school that morning. And so there's oh, a no. picture of it 
on the radiator drying <laughs> because they've literally done it the morning before taking it into school. And I just yeah. thought, you know, that's the sort of stuff that I like to see. Mm. You know, honest. it makes me laugh. Honest, you real know, real. Yeah. As opposed Agreed. to, you know, the... Um, you know, yeah. the, you know yourself, sometimes you take a photo and you think, you know, this looks like we're having the best time. Yeah. But, you know, X, Y, Z happened. But, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, there's a um, there, there's a lady called Mel Robbins. I don't know if you've no. seen or heard of her. She's a, a motivational... I'm not sure she called herself a motivational speaker, but she's sort of a, a personal development coach in, in America. Okay. Amazing following. Um, amazing lady. And uh, I don't remember much, right? So... Um, I have a dreadful, dreadful memory. Um, but one of the things that, that has always stuck in my head is, you know, forgive yourself because you did the best that you could at the time. Mm. And that's given me a lot of comfort because, you know, sometimes I'm so chaotic um, and, you know, the kids get beans on toast for dinner and then I literally drop kick them into bed. And, mm. you know, um, that I, I have to think you, you did... You're doing your best. Yeah. You are always yeah. doing yeah. your yeah. best. You yeah. know, like we've got so much pressure. There is so much pressure. Work, you know, running the house, relationships, being all things to all people. Yes. You know, you come away from yourself, right? Because you're being all these things to everybody else. You're doing the best that you can. Yeah. So to, to layer that, you know, that pressure with, oh, I should have done this better or I should mm. have drawn that christmas card yeah last night so i didn't have to put it on the radiator yeah you just you, you know you, you don't need to put yourself no. through that sometimes no. we're our own worst enemy though yeah, aren't we, we are. and yeah you know as you say you try and be everything to everybody yeah. and you're trying to do it as best that you can and yeah. you feel like you're falling short sometimes mm. um yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that is, is the perfect way to close really to, yeah. to say you know let's try and all be a bit kinder to ourselves yes yeah, yeah. definitely kelly thanks so much for your honesty oh. and joining us today yeah, and we look forward we? to hearing about the um yeah the development of the well-being definitely you'll have to come back I'd love yeah. to come back yeah. thank you bye. bye thank you for listening to the Park Podcast sharing tips advice and general guidance surrounding the working world 